Yo, what's up? Welcome back to La Perla Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Bodega Club with a brand new location at 33 Spring Street in Soho. Make sure you check them out. You know what? I have to get right into it because I think Six Pack may kill me today. I am so late to this recording, but he's being so nice and understanding, but I know he's mad. I will be mad. Anyways, <laughs> this I, hopefully this can cheer him up because this episode is a spicy one. It's talking about one of the most taboo topics of he, mankind. People never like to speak about this. It's either too raunchy or it's too sugar-coated and vanilla. I'm going to make it, uh, you know, talk about it my way, the only way I know how. So we're going to talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. <laughs> Good and bad experiences, the stigmas attached to people that are openly sexual. And then when you're not, you're also stigmatized as being like a moth, you know, like just being boring. Um, I think that people have always seen me as a very sexual person. Not because I purposely just put it out there, but because isn't my persona to be flirty? Isn't my persona to... I enjoy it, like... It was terrible in the beginning, like, for everybody else. But, like, it's, I enjoy it. And we're going to talk about it. Like, I'm so open. I'm, like, I was just having freaking tacos with, like, my aunt and my best friend, which are, like, my two best friends and one of my three best friends. And everything we related to sex. Even when you have a, a bite of food and you think it's amazing, you're like, oh, my God, that's like an orgasm in my mouth. Oh, my God, it's like sex. Oh, my God, dick. Like, I swear to God, we compare, like, everything good that tastes good, that feels good. Oh, my God, it's like sex. We just say it because it's great. Why do we just, why do we hide from it? Like, is this, like, secret, hidden, shameful thing? It shouldn't be that way. We're full-blown adults. That's how we come into the world. That's how we brought our kids into the world. So why not talk about it? I've had some bad experiences and some good ones i feel like the good ones are always attached to feelings and how you connect with that person like once you have that chemistry and a person knows your body and you know their body and what gets them off and all of that like that becomes that more you know electric more magnetic like it just becomes this mind-blowing experience but for the most part it's like you have to train each other to like navigate what make what feels good you know and I'm not, I, when I was younger, I would say quiet. Guy would be doing, going in like a rabbit, doing terribly. And I would just lay there like, okay, I guess this is it. But not anymore. And I'm here to tell you, you shouldn't either, sister. Like, you should speak up, guys, too. Like, if you don't like something, it shouldn't be offensive to your partner for you to be like, listen, do it this way. Slow it down. Do that. Speed up now. Like, listen to your partner. Sex would be so amazing if you listen to each other. And I cannot do fucking silent sex that shit is like mad awkward like so i'm looking at you and you're looking at me and i'm looking at you and you're looking at me and it's not even one little uh nothing you can't even call me a fucking pera once <laughs> i like dirty talk in spanish like, i just feel like it's, it sounds spicier in spanish am i wrong like i just feel like it's maldita sucia. like oh you dirty whore like it's just not it doesn't it doesn't translate the same i just feel like it's not the same um i was completely off the frame right here but anyways, I know um, guys always want to know, does dick size matter? And guys that ask that question usually are not that well endowed. <laughs> they want to see if their shit will pass. Honestly, I am a medium-sized dick type person, meaning not like micro-size 
teenage carrot dick, but just like a good size, like between a seven, eight and a half tops, like six and a half to eight and a half. Eight and a half is pushing it. It's just too much. Like I have a small canal, so I just can't take porn star penis. It's kind of crazy. I don't want it to be like a whole porn episode. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being open with your sexuality and what you like. Um, and that's why I wanted to talk about, you know, open-minded people being stigmatized as these, like, that's all you're about, or you're a whore, or whatever, you're a slut. Like, why do we get the negative effects of being sexual? Guys can fuck 700 women in a week, and they're the man, and then we fuck a few niggas a year, and we're whores. You fuck more than one guy this year? Oh, my God, you're such a slut. Like, what are you talking about? We can be sexual too. And if you're single, you and you have consent from both parties, um, you have the right to, to, to do whatever you want with your body as long as you're being safe about it, obviously. And you're protecting yourself and protecting your, your partners, obviously. Um, but come on now. Like, why can't we also enjoy the fruits of being bachelorettes? Just like you guys live a bachelor life, we can live a bachelorette life. And we shouldn't be able, it shouldn't have to be something that we are judged for. So does dick size matter? Yes, but for me, medium. I can't take porn star dick. That's kind of crazy. I've tried. We can be friends. I can't do it. Like, it's just, no, I can't do it. It's just, I have a limit, and it hurts. And then they feel like they feel my IUD. I think that's bullshit when guys say that they feel it. Is it bullshit? Chime in. You guys feel it for real? Also, both of my buddies here are well endowed then, ladies. But uh, it's not bullshit. You do feel it. We feel it getting pushed in. I think it hurts at some point. Like, it's crazy. Right. Anyways, and the last and final, like, subtopic to this, like, that I want to kind of wrap up with. I know that I'm going to do an episode down the line where sexuality is going to be the episode. It's going to be, like, I'm going to bring in a gay person, a bi person, a, you know, trans even, if I can find, you know, somebody who's down for it. I want to bring in all aspects, a straight person, obviously, you know, um, people in open relationships, which is, uh, uh, you know, uh, something I want to get into actually in this episode um, later on down the line. So I don't want to, like, dive into sex in a, like, literal form until that episode, but I wanted to touch about stop being... If you're close-minded, if you don't like sex, okay, hurrah, you're, we're probably not friends. But if you are open-minded and you like sex, don't stigmatize... Like, so what? Don't feel stigmatized by people who are close-minded. Like, fuck that. Be yourself. Be safe. You know, and fuck it. Like, what's the fucking problem? Like, and sex on the first link. People, people have asked me that on my lives. Like, oh, talk about sex on the first link. Listen, if you, if the chemistry is there, I need a lighter because I talk too much shit. Clearly, but um, that's the point, right? Um, if the chemistry is there and I meet you on the first date and I feel like fucking you, I'm gonna fuck you, and nobody can judge me. We are two adults. Like, who the fuck needs to know besides me and that gentleman or gentle lady? Who knows? Because yeah happens but what i'm trying to say who cares who cares who fucking cares like but both my last serious relationships we literally had sex on the first link and i'm just being transparent because this is what this show's about i'm real i'm raw transparency in the spirit of transparency i'm gonna say yes both of my last long relationships we had sex on the first link and it was beautiful because the chemistry was there minute one you don't you can't fake chemistry. You go out with somebody, you have a long time, and you feel that spark. You can never make that up. If you choose to then later on get in a relationship with someone who you didn't feel that spark with, it's like work. The whole relationship is work because you have to work at liking that person for real. Like, it's not a natural feeling for you. They don't they don't freaking get your clit excited and shit. Like, you don't feel the butterflies or whatever the fuck. Your dick don't jump, nigga. Your dick will not jump for the bitch. You have to make yourself like her. 
because you didn't pay attention in the beginning. There was no spark. There was no real chemistry there. And people say, oh, you know, adult relationships, they're not all about passion. They're not, they're, they're about, you know, stability and a person on your same um, mind track. The, so a person who, has, who shares the same goals, who wants, who are, who's in the same place in life. That's not always necessarily true. I like passion. I'm a Scorpio. I love, I'm a very passionate person, a passionate lover. I have to have passion. That's why maybe I've been, Single for five years, believe it or not. I know. I mean, because look at me. You can't look at me right now. But if you're hearing me, follow the voice. It's sexy. Okay? I, you know, people can't believe it. But it's because I have my standards, as I, as I spoken about in the last episode. And also, I'm really selective. Like, sex has to be, like, intense. Like, that's one of my number one things. It has to be, like, mind-blowing, where I just stop and be like, wow, what the fuck? You're a beast. Like, I need that. And this is why, rolling into my next segment, right? Cheating, right? It's a big topic. You know, cheating, 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 cheating. People get so hurt. There's so much trauma behind cheating. We've Everybody here has gotten cheated on. A lot of us have been the cheater, too. Come on, let's be real. Um, even if you lie to yourself, because I've lied to myself and said, I never cheated on this guy. Never, I don't remember. And then when I really think back, I'm like, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So even if it's just once, you're still cheating. So that's what it, it causes me to ask a question to my um, listeners, viewers, and to myself. Is monogamy, like, natural? Because I just don't feel it is. In the animal kingdom, that doesn't fucking exist. You understand that, right? People think that it's like, that's a societal thing. That's a morality thing. That's a something rooted um maybe religion or whatever. But it depends what you follow. I'm not talking about religion on this podcast now or ever. But, you know, I'm just making that clear. But it's more of a morality, societal standard thing. You're supposed to be with one person until you die. But that's not natural to your body. In different stages of your life, you're going to crave different people. doesn't mean that you didn't love your partner. But it just means that your body is going to crave something different. And that's completely, completely normal for any animal, including humans. For anyone, it's just an animal instinct to explore. Your body is a sexual, it's built to be aroused and sexual. So is, is monogamy natural? I don't think so. And I'm probably one of the only females who shares this thought. And I'm not saying go cheat on me if I'm on a relationship. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying let's set some ground rules. What do you want to do? I'd rather you be honest. You can be with me. I'm your girl. You're my man. I'm not going to cheat on you and go on a frenzy every week. No, 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 no. But let's talk about it. Do you get a hall pass when you, like, you know, like one for one occasion? Do you, can you come to me and be honest? Like, yeah, it happened. I was safe about it. That's all it was. But people can't be real like that. The truth hurts. You say you would tell you would tell your girl, but only if she asked. But exactly. So if you get with a girl who from day one is telling you, "I'm very open minded, just coming with, with the truth," then we'll work through it. Us too. Don't let me find out because then now you're lying to me. This is what people don't understand: loyalty and faithfulness. It's not the same thing. You could be super loyal to somebody and not necessarily be faithful. Does that, does that, is it clicking to you guys? Because what I mean by that is you, you have um, relations where they're super faithful to each other. They don't fuck nobody else, but they're not loyal to each other. They don't give a fuck about each other. Niggas rather chill with their friends. 
girls rather be somewhere else too. They don't even spend quality time together. There's no passion. They're just faithful to be faithful, keep the family together, and that's it. So what does that serve you? I'd rather have your loyalty and, and you have mine where no matter what, I'm going to be truthful to you and tell you the truth and not let you find out and look stupid. Like, this is what's happening. Or what can, what can we do to spice this up? Whatever. That's up to you and your... You set the rules to your relationships. It doesn't have to be a relationship um, guided by moral standards, you know? It, it, you make the outline for your relationship. You decide, this is how we're going to run it, and nobody has to be in our business, bro. Like, if, if somebody's on the same page as me... Like mentally, when it comes to like being open in relationships, and I could probably be in a relationship, but me personally, I don't feel like forever one person is for me. Like, sorry, I have, I have it took me a long time to accept myself and accept the type of person that I am. And my first ever boyfriend, who was nine years older than me, my first son's dad, would always tell me um, this these things, and I used to get so angry because I wasn't you know emotionally mature yet to understand what he was telling me. And he's like, yeah, it's not you know. It is what you have to accept yourself. That's what you, that's how you are too. But whatever, that's another topic. Um, <laughs> but you have to find. It's like I was saying to my partners here. Listen, you have to be honest from the jump. Give me the option to choose. This is why girls get mad at you the most. This is why girls get mad at you the most. Because you guys don't want to, you're scared to tell us what it is from jump. If you come to me as a grown-ass woman and say, I'm feeling you. But I got a wife. It's at least you're giving me my decision. You're giving me the decision to make a decision. You're giving you're putting it in my hands. Now you got the option. You can fuck with me, knowing my situation, or you cannot. And I respect it, but I'm giving you the truth from the get. Don't lure me in because we're going through separation. We're we're just living together for the kids. Some bullshit spinoff that you want to give me. No, no, no. Give it, me, give it to me straight and let me make the choice. Because then, when you lied to me from day one, what you did, you took away my choice, and now I can never trust you. As much as you say, like, oh, you can rebuild trust, you can regain confidence, you can re- you can't. And you can never... Once you set up the first lie, you already started going downhill. It's like when a teacher says you start with an A, and it's your, it's your responsibility to keep that A, you keep demoting yourself. Until an F, and then you're gone. I don't even let it get that far no more. I'm very quick to dismiss people. Like, I catch you on a lie, or I only wait for one. Re- I used to wait for six flags, for sixteen flags before. No, no, no. Now the first one, I'm gone. I am gone out of there. So that's why you have to set the ground rules in your relationship. Make sure you set the ground rules. Make sure you're honest with your partner from jump, or just make sure if you know that you're not a relationship person, don't get in a fucking relationship. It's okay. It's okay. Because you know what that causes? Emotional drama and stress. And you, you, you really scar people for a long time after you do things like that. You lie to them and you cheat on them when that's not the person that they told you that they are, that they accept. This segment is actually brought to you by Devil's Reef Rum. Inside of every bottle of Devil's Reef, we place a piece of island. It looks like sand. It's actually cinnamon and sugar. The natural cinnamon and sugar settle at the bottom of the bottle, and it is a black-owned company. So make sure you check them out at www.thedevilsreef.com. So rolling into my next segment, which actually ties into the whole episode, how to be a good side piece. You know, I think somebody suggested this on one of my lives, and it was excellent. I think that everybody has been a side piece, whether knowingly or unknowingly. Um... 
Everybody has been a side piece. How do you how do you how are you a good side piece? <laughs> Make it about fun and no questions. Try as hard as you, you can to not let your feelings in, um, be involved because once that happens, that's when things you know, I'll tell you a personal story. About a year ago today, I'm not gonna mention a name because you'll probably kill me or send somebody to kill me. But jokes. But I was in a in you know in a situation with a person who was in a relationship and it was it, like three months went by and everything was just like roses and butterflies. Like I really was liking to do like a lot. And and I knew he had a girlfriend, but they were on the rocks. What you guys love to say, like, oh, and I we're going through things right now. Okay, whatever. And I bought it because I was feeling him. So three months go by and then we're, we're being more public. We're going out in local uptown spots, like, you know, dinners at trendy places, like, you know. And I was like, okay, so maybe he is being serious about, you know, moving forward. Like, so one time we came from the club super late. It was like 5 a.m. The girlfriend calls. And I'm lit and I'm annoyed. And he's picking up. Why are you picking up at 5 a.m.? You can act like you were sleeping. But anyways, I'm not going to justify what I did because I, I broke all the ground rules. This is what happened. He picks up. He's like, and I'm like, and, and I guess he goes like, I guess she asked him, oh, who are you there with? And he's like, nobody, nobody's here. I'm like, yes, you are. I fucked it up. And I violated the trust. And I, I and in the beginning, I didn't get it why he cut me off. He cut me off. Like, completely. He was like, I can never trust you again because you know what was going on. And, and I have to give that to that person because it's the truth. If you know what's going on, you either have the conversation and break shit off. If you don't like the way that things are going, break shit off. You get in, your feelings invested. You don't see that person moving forward with you. Then break it off and protect yourself. I learned that from that experience. I've never fucked up like that. And I let my feelings get involved, and I fucked it up. And I'm not saying that he wasn't, you know, gaslighting me, because he was gaslighting me. He was treating it like another second relationship. So that's wrong, too, because if you have a side piece, then you could treat her nice, and y'all can go on, but don't take it too far where she feels like, like, if you have no intention to leave your girl, then make it like, make that clear, too. I have no intention of leaving my girl, so... And I know some people in the comments might say, why the fuck is she advocating for being a... I'm not advocating. I'm saying if you find yourself in that position, because we found ourselves in that position, I don't think that's something I could do right now. But I've done it countless times in my past, all the way up to last year, around this time. He broke up with me. (laughs) My nigga who ain't my nigga broke up with me, like right before Valentine's Day. (laughs) But he still went to my job on Valentine's Day, so that was cute. But then he stopped talking to me. But anyways, I'm, I'm going off the rails here. <laughs> so I think with my experience, with that little story that I told, it actually wrapped up all my sub points, which is you have to have fun. Don't be asking questions like you make the rules. You know, you have to be very careful about falling in love because that's what complicates things. and makes you act out of character, clearly, like I did. And you have to know your place. So that you don't fall out of character. Know your place. Know the, the role you play. The role you agree to play. Don't try to think now, sometime down the line, that's going to change for you. I was stupid. Learn from my fucking experience. Don't do it to yourself. And be very wary of being let on. Because people that do gaslight. People do. And it happens in both scenarios. Niggas have been side pieces too. And girls have been leading the mom to think other things also. There's some niggas that want to be with you. 
And we leave them on for whatever reason, for comfort, for company, for dinner dates, for whatever the fuck we do. But it's like, be, don't don't leave people on, bro. Like, just be, try to be transparent, honest. Just keep it 100 with people. Like, it's not going to kill you. Like, people are going to look back at, their, at your experience with them and they're going to say, at least Perla kept it real. At least so-and-so kept it real with me. Yeah, she's a bitch, but she kept it real. She was honest. She told me what it was. So I can appreciate people that have always kept it real. My first baby daddy, like I said, the one that taught me all the shit about sex that I know pretty much. Not everything. Not everything. I'm way better now. But, you know, I, I used to think he was harsh, but he was actually teaching me a truth. You have to accept who you are in all aspects. When it comes to sex, be who you are. When, if, if, you, if you're not done with cheating, don't be in a relationship. And if you want to be a good side piece, follow the fucking rules. Period. You heard? Thank you for tuning in again. Episode 3, La Perla Podcast, will be available Monday at midnight. Love y'all. Y'all already know.